When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Nobody thinks we can win. That is always the mantra. Nobody thinks we can win. But in the case of the Miami Heat, it's actually true with one notable exception. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio on Sirius XM Channel 80 presented by Progressive Insurance. Christopher Butler, Canty, good morning. Let's get it on, big fella. Let's It's finally just... here. The finals. We the are finally underdog in the Miami Heat in the Denver Nuggets. I can't wait for this one. We are finally at the finals, my friend. So let us begin. Here we go. Go, go! Only one place to start. The finals. Lost the ball. Poked from behind by Butler. Butler gets it back and slams it. I want to win an NBA championship. I don't play for the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. I won't play for the Finals MVP. Could care less. I play for uh, Mr. O'Brien. Game one, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time coverage, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, on ABC as well. We'll have Mark Kestisher, we'll have Doris Burke, we'll have P.J. Carlissimo, we'll have Ross Gold on Woody on all of the coverage on ESPN Radio of the NBA Finals. And Chris Canty is one of the few people I have met that does believe that the Miami Heat can win the Finals. I will be rooting very hard for the Heat, Canty, but I am having a whole lot of trouble seeing it right now. It is a great story. It would be among the great Cinderella runs of all time. But this is one that I'm having trouble grasping. So lay it out for me, my friend. Why are the Miami Heat winning this series? Well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to lay it out from an X's and O's standpoint. And I'll admit that this is a hard overhead pick. But it's for all the reasons that you just outlined. I mean, the Miami Heat are this year's Cinderella. And we root for the underdog. I mean, think about it. It's just one of those situations where, yeah, they might not be the most talented team. Uh, They might not be the biggest. They might not be the fastest. But they just seemingly find a way against all odds. Think about this. The disrespect that the Miami Heat faced in the Eastern Conference Finals. They were up 3-0 against the Boston Celtics. In the history of the game up until that point, teams that were up 3-0 were 150-0 in best-of-seven series in the playoffs. Think, think about that. Yep. And yet, our BPI at ESPN still had the Boston Celtics favored to win the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, the Celtics did take it seven games, but still, they were picked to beat the Miami Heat, even after the Miami Heat proved throughout the first three games of that series that they were the better team. And when I say the better team, I'm not saying they had more talent because it's obvious that, that they don't. But in terms of the connectivity – the team chemistry, the collective sense of urgency that they play with, and dare I say desperation, coupled with being well-coached, is what made them the better team on the court throughout a best-of-seven series. And that continues to be downplayed, those intangibles, those attributes that aren't quantifiable coming into this year's finals. And I guess that's why I'm rooting for Miami, because they don't get their damn respect, and they deserve to be respected. There's only one team in this series 
that's been to the finals twice in the last four years. And that's the Miami Heat. Yep. Canty, we had Doris Burke on the other day, and she spoke with not just a reverence of what the Heat do in terms of all the intangibles, but almost, almost an astonishment at it because you can't quantify it, because you can't uh, put any numbers on it to really establish what it is because they have this unknown way, whether it's the culture that is set, and I, we use that word so, so much, but it really is one of the few places where I think it, it, it has played out in an amazing way in professional sports over the last several years. Listen to Eric Spolstra on, ES, uh, on the NBA on ESPN Radio the other day uh, try to explain what it is about his team. We've used that kind of an analogy, you know, right from the beginning of the playoffs out of the, those play-in games that our guys are like Navy SEALs, just drop us off in parachutes. And as long as they get an opportunity to compete, they're good. You know, we have too much time. Our guys get a little bit crazy. They're at their best when they're on mission. Uh, we have an incredible respect for Denver. We just think it's kind of like a mirror image series just in terms of they have a very strong culture. Their group is connected. You don't have any cracks. Extremely well coached. And they have great competitors and, and great talent. Jokic and Murray, and but everybody else is as a, as a system fit. Uh, so this is set up to be a great series, great competition. Our guys are looking forward to it. And listen, I I get where he's coming from with his team because that mentality has worked so well for him and it's made him one of the great coaches that we've ever seen and, you know, he wins another championship here. And, and in this kind of fashion, Canty, it definitely puts him in the top five of all time. It's not even a, a discussion at that point. I think, though, the culture... Is it replicable? I don't know that it's replicable, Canty. Well, well, let me say this. First of all, I love that how Spo sets the tone for his team, right? Yeah. Like he's saying, we're Navy SEALs. Just drop us off anywhere. We'll get the job done. We'll stay on mission. And you can go back to what he said after a disappointing Game 6 loss in Miami in the Eastern Conference Finals. He said, yeah, if we could tip the ball off right now and play another 48 minutes, my guys would. Mm-hmm. And what did they do? They went up to TD Garden and boat raced the Celtics in Game 7. So I, I love – that he sets the tone. Jimmy Butler is right there in terms of setting the tone for the guys in that locker room. So I have no doubt that the focus for the Miami Heat will, will be singular in terms of what they have to do, their outlined path to victory, and being able to do everything that they can to dictate the complexion of the game. But going back to this word culture, a lot of people use it as a catch-all or one of those things that people just say when they don't know what to say about a given team or about a given, uh, a given sport, whatever. All I'll simply say is this. If you doubt culture is a real thing in sports, how else do you explain what we've seen from the Miami Heat? Yeah. It's, it's similar to what we saw with the 2019 Toronto Raptors or with the 2016 Cleveland Cavaliers beating the Golden State Warriors. Hell, you can even go to the 2004 Detroit Pistons when they upset my Lakers in the finals. They beat them four games to one. I mean, with Shaq and Kobe. How else do you explain that? Like, you can't explain it other than to say that the culture is what lays the groundwork for those teams to be competitive and to be to play above their skis when it comes to the overall talent base that they're working with against a given opponent. That's why when we start talking about heat culture and how overblown it is and how much people use it, I think it's a real thing. It's actually something that is tangible. We keep talking about intangibles, but this is is something that is actually tangible. Think about how this heat team got here. They lost their first play-in game against the Atlanta Hawks. 
They were three minutes away from losing against the Chicago Bulls in the second playing game. They were down three with three minutes to go in their, in their playing game, and they found a way to win it. Then they beat the Milwaukee Bucks, the number one seed in the East. They, they, they take care of their business against the New York Knicks, a top four seed. And then they beat the number two seed, Boston Celtics, in the conference finals. How else do you explain the Miami Heat doing what they do if it isn't for the culture? No, I, you can't. You can't. There's, there's no other way to do it because logic dictates in every other situation that they would have lost by now. I mean, can't you? They were quite literally the largest underdog entering the NBA playoffs to ever reach the finals. As the playoffs began, after those playing games, there were 150 to 1 to win an NBA championship. 150 to 1. Nobody else that has ever been uh, anywhere close to that. Nobody else, in fact, I think has ever been higher than 50 to 1 at that point. And they were 250 to 1 after that first play-in game loss. I mean, it's insane. It's insane what they've done, but I don't know if it's re- if you can replicate it easily. It's, it's something that they have done, and, and if you're going around the league, culture is the first damn word that you hear in every press conference that every head coach has when they're introduced, and they talk about it. That's great. Um, I think, and you could speak to this more, teams have this, successful teams for the most part have it, but not at the level that we have seen this organization be able to do it. I think teams have it on certain years, but I don't always believe that it's something that can hang in there. Look, Golden State Warriors have had great culture, yeah, but they've also got amazing players. Yeah, they, They've had two great players at times three with Kevin Durant, that speaks more than culture does. We never talk about culture with the Warriors, and justifiably so. This team, outside of the LeBron years, they do seem to do it with less. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's, I mean, they have four undrafted players in their playoff rotation, right? Yeah. Who else is doing that at the NBA? Nobody. So, I mean, when we ask the question, is it replicable, I don't know that it is because it takes the perfect storm having a really good head coach that's a great communicator in Eric Spolstra and then having a superstar with a dogged mentality in Jimmy Butler. I don't know that there are a lot of players out there that have Jimmy Butler's mindset. I don't know that they have his grind, his work ethic, because that's, the, that's what sets the tone for everybody in the organization. The fact that Eric Spolstra and Pat Riley can hold Jimmy Butler accountable – down to his weight and his body fat when he comes into training camp, his conditioning, his off-season workouts, all of the different things that he does. I don't know that there's another superstar out there that's setting the tone in that way and doing all the little things. And I think it has to do with how Jimmy Butler made his way into the league and made his name. This wasn't a, this wasn't a lottery pick. This guy was the 30th pick in the 2011 draft. Yep. He had to work his way into becoming a good player. He started out being a defensive stopper. That, that's, that's really what he was known for in Chicago until the very end, but he developed an offensive game. This is a player that takes nothing for granted, and when you watch the Miami Heat play, they're a team that takes nothing for granted. They don't miss opportunities. They're scrappy. They hustle. They get all the 50-50 balls. So when it comes to the question of whether or not you can replicate that at another stop, I, I guess it's possible, but it's highly unlikely because it, it takes – a player 
as unique as Jimmy is in terms of their mindset coupled with a coach and an executive in Pat and Eric Spolstra and in Pat Riley that all can work together synergistically in order to create the environment that the Miami Heat have over the last half decade. Canty and Carlin, in for Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. If you're looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay and benefits in one of the country's top workplaces, come join their growing team. Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Saying that you can replicate heat culture somewhere else is almost disrespectful to Jimmy Butler, Eric Spolstra, and Pat Riley. It really is. It really is. You're, you're talking about three individuals that are at the top uh, of the league in terms of what they do. I, I just I don't know that you can get that kind of alignment. You can just easily recreate that type of alignment within a North organization. Well, the, the, for me, the big thing is like when you're trying to replicate a culture or replicate what somebody else does, you have got to find your own way to do it, and that's exactly what this group has done. And if anybody else wants to start talking about that. Um, you have to do it your own way and not try to do what everybody else does because if the words aren't coming from the same people with the same credibility, you lose any kind of credibility and you have a hard time getting those messages across and setting that tone. Well, to that end, the one thing that Jimmy Butler continues to say is his consistency. Just listen to any soundbite from Jimmy Butler. The word that keeps coming up is consistency. It is hard to be consistent in everything that you do, in terms of how you talk to your teammates, how your mannerisms on the bench, on the sideline, in the locker room, all of those different things, how you work out before the game, after the game, all consistency is the word that keeps coming up with Jimmy Butler. It is really, really hard to be consistent when things are going well. It's hard to be consistent when things are going bad, but ultimately consistency is what wins out for this Miami Heat team. A prime example of it not being easily replicable is when they played the New York Knicks in the second round. And the Miami Heat played exactly the way the New York Knicks wanted to play, and they beat the Knicks at their own game. That, that's the perfect example of how difficult it is to do what Miami does at their level. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, Series 6M Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. There's a team in New York that is trying to build a winning culture and they brought in a superstar player to help do that. That might have been a mistake in terms of culture, but there are zero concerns for Aaron Rodgers' injured calf, according to our next guest. Plus, how much would you pay for air conditioning? She answers all of those questions next. Canty and Carlin, in for Greeny, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. 
Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Greeny, the podcast. ESPN NFL insider Diana Rossini joins us right now. So what should he do next? Hi, guys. Uh, look, he's, he's got to go to a Yankee game. I, I don't right. think he's done any baseball yet. I think that's next up. Um, but he's going real real basic with, with, the, with this tour, yeah. right? He went to a Broadway show. Anyone I know outside the New York area, heck, people that live in the New York area go see Broadway shows. That's great. He was a wicked. But he should lean into as much, like, corny New York things you could do. Like, I want to see him wear a T-shirt that says, I love New York, and standing in Times Square. I want to see him be a live guest on GMA in the morning, the crowd holding up a sign, I love you, Robin. Go to the Statue of Liberty, walk the Brooklyn Bridge. You know, just do all those things that, that if you live in this area, maybe you take for granted. Head down to Chinatown, go to Wohop, get yourself a good soup, you know. Because he's... Look, you give him credit. He's he seems excited. He reminds me of of you know most people when you start a new job or when you just get to college and everything's new and fresh and new relationship, all of it. Um, and he's doing a good job, I think, of leaning into it. And I, I'm going to assume he also is trying to win over the fans of New York of like, hey, look, I'm I'm one of you. Until he does, you know, if he starts talking with a Long Island accent, that then <laughs> then we're gonna have a problem. Yeah, like he'll pull the Brian Kelly when he went to LSU. Yeah, Canty, oh, he starts I actually am rooting for this, guys. This is my new thing. Every press conference, I am going to overanalyze and dissect the words just to see if he's got a little New York slang in there. <laughs> I'm just waiting on the Timberlands in the fitted. That's all I want to see, Diana. The Wheat Tims and, and the Yankees fitted, and he's got the New York starter pack complete. We both know he's not going to be doing a sit down with me anytime soon but i suggest if he really wants to you know really blow away the fans sit down with snooki just sit with her and wow. talk to snooki about her life yep. i think that'd be a perfect introduction since he's on this new jersey new york love tour uh you know when it comes to him on the field he's missed four straight days of practice he's got this calf injury anything no, very minor. Uh, there, they, there are not major concerns. Even last week when it initially happened, it was explained to me, not through Aaron, through other people in the building, that it was like almost lower than minor. So th- there's no concerns. Head coach Robert Sala saying that he is hoping he's back out there on Friday. Now, I do think it is very interesting that he picks the days uh, where the media is not invited. I don't think he's afraid of the media. I, I just think 
I think he's taking his time. This is a guy who isn't the biggest OTA fan, right? But he's showing up. He's doing the right thing. And, and to me, the takeaway, forget him going out there and, and slinging the ball around. I think the fact that he's got this presence and, you know, we keep restating and, and reiterating and you see it all over social media. He's a coach. He's a coach. And, guys, Chris, you know this. There is value to that. I, I can't tell you how many GMs and head coaches I've had conversations with over the years who are sharing frustrations, usually during the season after a bad loss or a bad streak of losses. Like, I, I just wish I had a guy in there. I can't do everything. I can't coach up everything and motivate and whatever it is that a head coach needs to do. We need those type of locker room guys. And I think not only is he going to be that guy, but I think he's going to ignite others to feel comfortable enough to try to be that type of leader as well. And I think that's just such a win-win for the Jets. No, I completely agree, Diana. And to that end, I wanted to ask you, has Rob Sala been able to quantify the impact of having Rodgers around for the OTAs? Oh, he's blown away. He's absolutely blown away with, with his knowledge and then his physical ability, what he's been able to see up close. And I don't sense an odd power struggle. I think the Jets, and we've talked about this before on the show, have been really smart about handing the keys over, allowing Aaron to do what he wants to do, ask him what he needs, but also following in suit with the messaging that Salah and Joe Douglas have have set and, and their expectations in the building. So it's been a really good collaboration so far. It's June 1. We know this. But I think we talked so much about the importance of a foundation, of a good organization. And look, they're not there yet, but but Jets fans have got to be psyched for the direction this is headed. ESPN NFL insider Diana Rossini joining us. Latest on DeAndre Hopkins. What's your read here? This one's so interesting, guys, because our interest and fans' interest in it is way more than I find around the league in terms of teams. Mm. They're all keeping an eye on it. But they're asking me, I've had conversations with people that will make a decision whether or not they're going to sign him. Like, why is everyone so obsessed with this? And, and I think some of it's because he's, he is, he's getting older. Yeah. Uh, I think the money he's asking for, what Odell asked from the Ravens, has complicated the situation a little bit, right? Because we know that the Ravens went above market price for Odell at the point he's at in his career, coming off those ACLs. But a lot of that had to do with Lamar. Right, That was to keep Lamar happy and make everything friendly in Baltimore. So that's really unique in its own way. And I think that's difficult for a player like DeAndre Hopkins, who has been a big name and is a superstar. It's going to come down to, I believe, you know, money, but uh, playing with a quarterback that he thinks he can have success with. Right, We know the Chiefs, they, they need a number one receiver. We can debate another time if Hop is still a number one receiver. But if he is, the Chiefs could use it. Right, the Bills—they're—they don't—they're they're not all in on this. They're—they're they're listening, they're watching, they've had conversations. They're—they're not—they're not jumping into this pool. The Patriots are chatting, uh, and there's a couple other teams. So I, I expect Hopkins guys to be taking visits with teams over the next week or two um, to just get a, a feel, a taste of, of a place that he wants to wind up. Talking with ESPN NFL reporter Diana Rossini on Greeny. And Diana, Green Bay left tackle David Bakhtiari says the Packers are rebuilding. It'd be disrespectful to characterize it otherwise after you trade a Hall of Fame quarterback. From your perspective, how do you define a rebuild? And is it fair to say that Green Bay is rebuilding? Canty, you know what that sounds like to me? That's a vet. And a vet talks honestly, right? Because you, you have nothing to lose at this point in your life. You've been there. You've seen it. You've done it. And I do think he's right. I do think they're part of They are. How could they not? I, I'm in agreement with his perspective of the team. Do I still think they have pieces 
that are fantastic. Just because you're in a rebuild doesn't mean you're absolute trash and no one can play and everybody stinks. That's not how it works. There are just significant positions and and parts of this organization that that need to grow more. And obviously, quarterback is number one. If you don't have a quarterback, you have no button. You're not going to win without a good quarterback. And we just don't know enough about Jordan Love. We haven't seen Matt LaFleur coach without a Hall of Fame quarterback, you know, for, for an entire season. I, would, I do think they're one of the more interesting stories, even the fact that Aaron Rodgers isn't there anymore. I would like to see how they're going to make this transition because give the Packers credit. For decades, they've always made the right decisions when it comes to that position, and they've had success because of that. Let's see if, if they're going to keep that streak going. A uh, little story coming out in the last half hour or so, uh, Diana, that uh, Tom Brady told Sports Illustrated yes. he is not playing. He is, uh, I think he said, I'm, fair, I'm certain that I'm not playing mm-hmm. again. Uh, did Jimmy G just take a big sigh, really <laughs> take a big breath? I never believe Tom Brady as, as just like a person, as a reporter, I believe him in this because I've had enough conversations with people. I just, it's so hard to imagine him not playing, but yes, I do think Jimmy G I don't necessarily believe that Brady was going to hop in there as the owner of the Raiders and take over. I never thought that was going to be realistic. I don't know if that was the situation, but look, Jimmy G's got enough problems. I think in Vegas right now that he's (laughs) dealing with, Uh, you know, it's unfortunate that he's, you know, has a health issue, the health problem, and, and we'll see how that will turn into hopeful, hopefully some success for him. But for, forget Jimmy at that position. His receivers don't seem too happy, and you have a defense that's not very good yet. So yeah. they, they – they, I don't want to call them a rebuilding team, but, you know, we just used that word talking about the Packers. I don't think the Raiders are that far off from, from being just – they're just okay. That's fair. That's fair. Well, you know what it's time for. It's your favorite. Let's do it. She's our life coach. Dear Diana, she's your life coach. I think she should go with her initial instinct, which is, I'm going to avoid this. Hop on Bumble. Go find some other love somewhere else. (laughs) It's time for Dear Diana with our life coach, Diana Rossini. Tweet your questions using the hashtag Dear Diana. I'm ready to go. And I want to be clear, it's not all just personal life questions, relationship questions, things like that. Practical questions. Absolutely. And by the way, listeners... I have not heard these, so he's coming in hot with these this advice. So I don't have a lot of time to think I'm going with just this New Jersey Italian instinct that I've built over my 40 years. So some of it may be trash, but some of it could be gold. No, it's never, it's never let you lay it out because, see, to me, the value in what you say is your initial response. Your Absolutely. Initial Always go instinct. with your first answer, right? Right. That's why so, I got a 400 on my SATs. <laughs> Canty, here is the first question. It is from Steve on Twitter. Dear Diana, our house recently bought new house does not have central air conditioning. I want to put central air conditioning in. My wife is a little bit fearful of the $25,000 price tag to do that. How do I convince her? Should I convince her? Steve, you head over to Lowe's right now and you go get those air conditioning systems and you stick them right in your windows in every single room throughout your house. Central air is so overrated. There is no better sleep than the sound of the air conditioner rumbling on a hot July day. You're sweating in your sheets, but... It gets cool once it starts going. To me, that's maybe put a Yankee game on, too, in the background. That's like a perfect summer night sleep for me. Wow. Canty, I'm surprised. I'm a big central air guy. Not shocking, but I am. You're you? 
I'm a huge central air guy. Oh, I'm, wow. I'm not about the air conditioner and the window life. I'm really not. I'll do it if I have to, but I'm big on the central air. Chris, this is very telling for us. What temperature do you prefer your home to be in June? 68 degrees. Now, here's the rub, Diana. I'm newly married, and my wife prefers it to be around 73, 74. So as you can imagine, that is a point of contention in our household. So how do I stay in her good graces yet keep the thermostat where I'm more comfortable instead of where she's at? Because here's my my logic. You can always put more clothes on, more blankets on if you're cold. You can't take enough clothes off if you're hot. Does that make sense? You're newly married. Why are you putting so many clothes on? The point of her wanting to keep it warm. Believe me, there is a method to her madness. She wants to be warm for a reason. Take the sign, Chris, instead of sitting there on the couch like, oh, this is perfect temperature to watch this Nuggets game. No, she's in the other room turning the heat up for a reason. Let's go. Okay, Okay. all right, all right. All right, next one. Uh, Dear Diana, this is from Dave on Twitter. Uh, Can't, I I moved to New Jersey recently. I have tried eight different places. I cannot find great pizza in New Jersey. I knew that was coming. I knew it. What happened? What am I missing out on here that speaks that I should be finding better pizza than I'm finding. I, I'm, I'm actually in the same situation, Dave, so you must live in my neighborhood because it's constantly terrible pizza. And my husband's from Philly where the pizza is actually very good. And my family's from the Bronx and the pizza, you know, it's like made by the hands of God there. Yeah. So it's very difficult to compare. And we, we actually make our own pizza now. So I'm afraid to tell you this. New Jersey doesn't have good pizza. Wow. I am definitely never going to get on that Newark Hall of Fame wall. I really want to be wow. on at the airport now. <laughs> yeah, you're never going to see ne- your face walking through Newark. Every airport. pizzeria in the Jersey, <laughs> in the state of Jersey is going to tweet at me. Um, I, I am in the struggle, and I, I, I want a place to step up and show me that they know how to do it right. Last one. Uh, Cam, uh, Turks and Caicos update. He's back. Uh, did you run into any situations that we spoke of last week? As Diana, her advice to you is to basically seek out the fun-seeking families. Can't wait. Who just take in as much alcohol as they can. Yeah, I will say, I, I hate to disappoint a little bit. I don't think I saw quite as many, I'll say, wiggling body parts as Diana seemed to uh, suggest I would. Had some fun on the boat, went snorkeling, jumping off the top of the boat after we docked, sliding down the slide on the boat, having some run punch, which is definitely like three run punches in one. But I didn't see a lot of uh, booty shaking like uh, you said I would. Okay, I have to tell you the truth. I was the one leading the pack. So I <laughs> wasn't they, at... That's I was they in, needed out there. They ex- needed a leader. Exactly. I wasn't in Turks when you were. Now, Cam, I was worried about you because you saw that unfortunate story about that girl from Connecticut who had a, a situation with a shark. And oh, she gosh. was there while you were there. I and didn't all I see kept, that, actually. Yeah, and all I kept thinking was, oh my God, my suggestion was to go out in the water and snorkel and get drunk and jump in the water and, you know, swim with sharks yeah. and dance and wear thongs. And yeah. uh, I, I was apologize. not wearing a thong. We started this segment saying, it's not always great advice. <laughs> so, Cam, I'm sorry, but I'm glad you did the rum punches because there is nothing like a rum punch on vacation. Oh, but, yeah. I was feeling good. Point. The fact that it's not always great advice makes it great advice. Well, good. I, I hope I helped somebody out there today who's bored on a Thursday go, you know what? I think I'm going to make my own pizza tonight. The pizza <laughs> around here is trash. Awesome stuff as usual. Thank you.
Thanks, guys. Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL reporter, joining us. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny. You can watch Greeny on the ESPN app. Just click watch, look for Greeny, and enjoy. In just moments, after 30 years of Hall of Fame quarterback play, is one team finally rebuilding that after we tell you, or that after this. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Greeny, the podcast. Diana Rossini was really firing off the hot takes today with the anti-central air conditioning take and Jersey has no good pizza take. I mean, it was left and right today that they were coming. And Canty, off the air conditioning tape, LSU football players this year are going to have air conditioners in their helmets. How exactly is that going to work? I don't know how it's going to work. I don't understand the technology, but I will say this. I was born a decade too soon. <laughs> if you could have air conditioning in your helmet, just think about how clutch that would be during training camp. The dog days, two-a-day practices, 90-degree heat, hell in Dallas, triple-digit heat. Man, having an air conditioner in your helmet would have been awesome. I- I'd wear an air conditioning helmet right now. I, in every so game not life. even playing football, you'll just no. wear an air conditioning helmet walking around. It's going to be like 92 tomorrow here in New York City. I absolutely would yeah, wear it. New York is one of those places you need it. When it gets 90 plus in New York, that heat radiating off the concrete, it gets really nasty outside. I'll say this. It got me to thinking, big fella, during the break, mm. what are the other things that I wish I could put an air conditioner in? Off the top of my head, the first one has got to be my pillow. Right, like the pillow that I use, like to have an air conditioner in the pillow that you sleep on. Like I get it, everybody's got these these cooling technology type pillows, but I'm talking about an actual full fledged air conditioner. No, in I your want pillow. the air blowing right on my That's head. That's what I'm talking about. An air conditioner in your pillow that would be awesome. 
Yeah, I'd be down for that. Um, I, I mean, I hate to say it, pants be the first thing I put air conditioner. <laughs> you want an air conditioner in your pants? Yeah, absolutely. Listen, wow. we have all been there, especially the bigger guys. You know, it gets a little swampy situation. It's not good. I'd rather have an air conditioner in there somewhere. Like, if they can put an air conditioner in helmets, they can put an air conditioner in pants. They can do air that. Air conditioner in pants. Am I wrong? I'm not saying you're wrong. No, I'm not saying you're wrong. Where else not would you all. put it? I mean, you know, uh, the problem right now for me is uh, uh, there are many benefits to being bald, believe it or not. There okay. really are. Low maintenance, all of that. But you're, the sweat does not get caught up in anything anymore. Yeah. So it just pours off you. Yeah. So, like, I would need it to be in a hat of some sort. Without it looking stupid. You need one of those propeller hats. Yeah. <laughs> I said without it looking stupid. Oh, sorry. I missed that part. A, a propeller hat or like the hat that used to have like the fan on the brim, you know, that would go. Oh, God. What else could you put air conditioning in? What about a backpack air conditioner? Like you're just walking around with a backpack, but it's your own personal air conditioning system. I don't hate that. I don't I'm hate just saying, that. I'm just saying, like, in summertime, it gets hot. You're walking oh. around. Maybe you're going for a walk in the park. It gets hot out there. Maybe if they don't have the technology to put it in the pants or in your propeller hat, you could have the backpack air conditioner. And it's the same backpack that has one of those, like, tubes that you can, like, drink the water out of yeah. that, like, hikers use. I, I think this is good. Yeah. <laughs> you going for a hike? No, I'm just yeah. going to work. Maybe we should pitch this to Mark Cuban on Shark Tank. <laughs> Exactly. Proprietary technology. He's got other things to figure out, like his basketball team. Yeah. Bubba, what would you put air conditioning in if you could? Um, You know, right now I'm thinking uh, my headphones right now would be pretty good. Yeah. Headphones get sweaty. Yeah, you know, wearing them every day here in radio, so just cool. But you could just wear earbuds, though. You don't have to have the headphones on. I I don't understand. Uh, Headphones are better for, uh, you know... A true board op is going to wear headphones. Uh, is okay. there, by the way, is there tension in the air today that now that it's Taco Thursday? Well, we're about nine minutes and counting until yeah. we find out how they mess it up today. So. Waiting with bated breath. Oh, my God. Canty, last week when they did not have the ground beef tacos again and it was only Tenga chicken, it was as if there was a mutiny in that studio. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bubba was ready to go out and, you know, kick ass and ch- and take names. I mean, I brought it up when I went down there. And mul- multiple people were like, it's not my responsibility. It's not my... I'm like, well, tell someone. A lot of passing the buck, yeah, Bubba. I brought it up to like six people, and they did, <laughs> they they kept telling me, uh, it's above my pay grade. I'm like, well, find the person whose pay grade it is and tell them we need some ground beef. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out in nine minutes. America waits. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Canty, here's David Bakhtiari yesterday uh, talking about the Packers and if they are, in fact, rebuilding after losing Aaron Rodgers. we got a job to do. Like, we got a job to win. I know everyone would love to take the words that I said, but, I mean, it's, to me, flat out how I look at it, it's disrespectful to say you're not rebuilding off a Hall of Fame quarterback. It was disrespectful to say you weren't rebuilding off of Brett Favre when he moved to Aaron. No one knew who Aaron was and what he was going to be, so I'm not going to sit here and pull back those words because that, that is, when you look at how it's been built and how we were chasing after it and how the cap, there's a bunch of situations that can definitely allude to it. We have a young team. With that, people go to the word rebuild on an extreme level, or you look at what it is. The beauty is, I have no f-ing clue. And that's the beauty of it. That's what football is. We're all batting a thousand. Come the first game of the year, and we'll figure it out. 
So if you don't have any clue, why are you characterizing the team as a rebuild? That's the part that I don't understand. Like, if you don't know what the true definition of a rebuild is, but you just want to say you're going into one because you're losing a Hall of Fame quarterback, then why tell everybody that your team is rebuilding? That doesn't make any sense to me. Should they be approaching this as a rebuild, even though Jordan Love's been around for a while? No, they shouldn't be. They got eight first-round draft picks on defense, and they have a quarterback that's been in the building, in the system, for three full years and three full off-seasons. No, this isn't a rebuild. And here's the other thing. You're talking about the team that's the favorite in the division. They haven't won the NFC North in 30 years. So why should you think that you're going into a rebuild? No, this is a year where the Green Bay Packers can absolutely compete. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.